Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Eliezer Sherwinter. Meseches Nedarim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig, in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Svi Krausman. We are now Be'ezus Hashem up to the Gemara Nafav. The Gemara Nafav asks the following question Abaye. Abaye Shita is that Yadayim She'enon Meichichais is having Yadayim. Yadayim She'enon Meichichais are considered Yadayim. The Gemara asks from that that we learn Harei Hu Alai. If someone says Harei Hu Alai, or Harei Za Alai, Aser. Mepnei Shehu Yad L'Korben. The Gemara is Medayek Taima Da Amar Alai Hu Da Aser. V'loi Amar Alai Loi. The only reason why he is Aser is only because he said Alai. Had he not said Alai, he would not be Aser. From there we see the Yadayim She'enon Meichichais Loi Havin Yadayim. As long as he did not say Alai, it is considered a Yad She'enon Meichichach. The Gemara goes on to say, Amar Abaye, The reason why, that he is only Aser if he said a lie, and had he not said a lie, he would not be Aser, is because we say that had he just said a Rehu, we would explain Harehu to mean Harehu de Hefker, Harehu de Tzdaka. The Gemara asks, V'hamepnei shuyad korben ketani. Now, to explain the Gemara Shakavatayah, we find the tremendous Malchikis Harishainim. But before we mention the Malchikis Harishainim, I would just like to remind them with that that we mentioned in the previous Shir and Afhei, that there are three Tzadim, how one can understand the Mandamar, the Yad, She'enei Mechiach, is considered a Yad. The Rosh explains that 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 there is a Mandamar who says a Yad, She'enei Mechiach, is considered a Yad, is only if there is a Mashmos is only if there is a mashmos that he means to make a specific neder. If there is no mashmos that he means to make a specific neder, then even according to the mandamra, the yad, shayni meichiach, is a yad, it is not considered a yad. That is a shitza of the rosh. As we medayik before in the previous year, the mashmos of the ran and the rashba is not like the rosh. The mashmos of the ran and the rashba is as long as there is a tzad that he means to make a specific neder, then it is considered a yad she'enei meichiach. And that mandamar understands that a yad she'enei meichiach is considered a yad of a neder. But one does not need a mashmos to be considered a yad she'enei meichiach. Rambam and Tesfis, on the other hand, go to the other extreme. The Rambam and Tesfis understands that even if the yad will be meichiach a different way, we will still apply the halacha that a yad she'enei meichiach is considered a yad. For example, in the case of the Gemara before that one said, Moderni memcha, even though the Rambam and Tesis understand that Moderni memcha is a yad meichiach, that he is referring to Deber, and he means to make a neder that he will not speak to the other person, it can still be considered a yad she'enei meichiach, that he is referring to an iser hana. In other words, not only does one not need a mashmos, that he means to create an Isra'ana, but even if it is Meichiach a different way, it can still be considered a Yad She'enei Meichiach. In the Ran and the Rashba, on the other hand, one does not see as big of a Chiddush as the Rambam and Teisvis. But all one sees is as Meduyik in the Ran and the Rashba, that as long as there are two Mashmosen, as long as one said something that could be Mashma one of two ways, then we apply the halacha that a Yad She'enei Meichiach is considered a Yad, and he is also in whatever could possibly be mashma in what he said. But if there is a chacha one way over the other way, then it could be according to the round in the Rashba, that will not be considered a yad sheni meichiach. 
the Rambam and Tais understand that even that can be considered a Yad Sheni Meichiach, which is considered a Yad of a Neder. Now getting back to our Gemara, again our Gemara says that the reason why it is necessary for him to say a lie is because had he just said Harehu, it would not even be considered a Yad Sheni Meichiach, since we would say that Harehu means Harehu the Hefker or Harehu Tzdaka. The Ran and the Rosh both explain that the reason why by saying Harehu would not even be considered a Yad Shein Emechiach is because we have another Tzad. Maybe Harehu means Harehu de Hefker or Harehu Tzdaka. And since there is another Tzad, for that reason it is not even considered a Yad Shein Emechiach. The Shita B'Shem the Ritz, on the other hand, explains our Gemara differently. The Shita B'Shem the Ritz explains that 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 we say, that by saying Harehu without saying Harehu is not considered a Yad Shein Emechiach, is because... Harehu is more mashma, hefker or tztaka, more than carbon. And since Harehu is more mashma, hefker or tztaka than carbon, for that reason it is not considered a yad she'enoi meichiach that he means to say carbon. Well, here this machlekes harishenim is based on the tztaka that we mentioned before. If one understands that to be considered a yad she'enoi meichiach, one needs a mashmos, for that reason one can explain our Gemara, that by saying Arehu, since there is an other Tzad, that Arehu could either mean Hefker or Tzdaka, for that reason it is not considered a Yad She'enei Mechiech that he is referring to carbon, since there is no Mashmos that he is referring to carbon. On the other hand, if one is to understand that we apply the Allah of Yad She'enei Mechiech even without a Mashmos, then one has to explain, as a Shita B'Shem the Ritz explains, that there is a Chacha, and there is a mashmos that he means something else. And he does not mean carbon. And for that reason, it is not even considered a yad she'ene mechiach to carbon. But now one has to understand. Bishwama the Rosh is going with shitasi before in dafei that in order to be considered a yad she'ene mechiach, one needs a mashmos. And therefore, since over here there is no mashmos that he means carbon, it is not even considered a yad she'ene mechiach. But as is Maduik in the Ran before in dafei, one does not need a mashmos in order to be considered a yad she'ene mechiach. If so, how does one understand that since there is a tzad that he means hefker for that reason, it is not even considered a yad she'ene mechiach? So here to explain the sheet of the Ran, one has to say as follows. That the Ran understands that 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 we say, that even without a mashmos it is considered a yad she'ene mechiach, is only if according to both Tzadim, he is making a neder. For example, in the case of Mudrani Memcha, either he is making a neder as far as Isra'na, or he is making a neder as far as Dibur. But no matter what, he is making a neder. The only question is, which neder is he making? And therefore, for that reason, the Ran understands that it is considered a Yad She'ene Mechiach. The other end, an Argamara. That when he said Arehu, that there are two ways how to understand Arehu. Either he is making a neder, or he is not making a neder. For that reason, the Ran understands that it is not even considered a Yad She'enoi Mechiach. And so too one sees before in the Ran and Aftarum base that the Ran explains that the Gemara and the Havmin understood that Mudrani Memcha was not even considered a Yad She'enoi Mechiach. Only Umaskanas HaGemara was the Gemara Mechadesh and Mudrani Memcha is considered a Yad She'enim Eichiach. Well, Chayra, the Gemara Shaka is that the Gemara and the Havmin understood that when one says, Mudani Memcha, there is a Tzad that he is not trying to make a neder. 
there is a tzad that he is not creating a chalois of another. And for that reason, even though there is a tzad that he is creating a chalois of another, but still it is not even considered a yad she'inim e'chiach, only a maskonos ha That the Gemara says that according to both tzadim, he is creating a chalois of another, only then will we consider modernim emchaz a yad she'inim e'chiach. Now let's go back to the sheets of the Rosh. Again, as you mentioned before, the Rosh Hashit is that in order to be considered a Yad, Shein Mechiach, one needs a Mashmos. Okay, one can ask on the Rosh from that we find in the Rosh later on in Avtesman Aleph. The Gemara in Avtesman Aleph brings down the following member of Shmuel. That when someone says, Kenidre Rishoyim Heimenu, then it is considered a Yad of Ashua. The Gemara asks, Dilma Heimenu Dachilna Kamar. Who said? That Himenu means the way Achilna, that he is making a shvua that he will not eat. Maybe Himenu means that he is making a shvua that he will eat. Now to explain the Gemara's Kash on Shmuel, Dilma Himenu da Achilna Kamar, we find a Machlekes between the Ran and the Rosh. The Ran explains the Gemara's Kasha that since there are two ways how to explain Himenu, either he means Himenu that I will not eat, or he means Himenu that I will eat, for that reason it should be considered a Yad She'enai Meichiach. And Shmuel Shita is that a Yad She'enu Mechiach is not considered a Yad. So how can Shmuel possibly say that if someone says, it is considered a Yad of a Shvuah? Rosh, on the other hand, explains the Gemara differently. The Rosh explains the Gemara's Kasha, that the Gemara is asking, since the Mashmos of the Mishnah is Mashma, that when someone says, he becomes Aser Bachila, the Gemara is asking, who said he meant this Rachila? Maybe he meant Achilna. Maybe he meant that he is making a shvua that he will eat. For here one has to understand, according to the Rosh, since there are two ways how to explain Yemenu, either Yemenu means the Achilna, or Yemenu means the Achilna, here there shouldn't be any shvua whatsoever, and even according to the Mandama, that a Yad is a Yad, but since over here there is no Mashmos, for that reason, the shvua should not be a shvua. How can the Rosh go and explain the Gemara that the Shvuah is a Shvuah? The only Shaila is what he meant to say when he made the Shvuah. Well, according to the Rosh, there is no Shvuah whatsoever, since there is no Mashmos one way more than the other. So, to answer the seeming steer in the Rosh, one has to say, as we find in the Sefer Al Yasef, that the Rosh understands that there is a fundamental difference between a Neder and a Shvuah. That, that the Rosh says, that in order to be considered a Yad Sheinim Echiach, one needs a Mashmos, is only by Nadarim. By Yeshvua, there is no such halacha. By Yeshvua, even without any Mashmos, it'll still be considered a Yad. And therefore, as far as the Gemara and Aftes, that the Gemara and Aftes is referring to Yeshvua, that he said, And our question is, what type of Yeshvua is he making? Is he making a Yeshvua, the Achilna, or the Loya then it is considered a Yad even though there is no Mashmos. The Yosef goes on to explain that the difference between Neder and Shvua is based on that, that by a Neder one is creating an Eser Chavtza. Shvua on the other hand is an Eser Gavra. Since by a Neder one is creating an Eser Chavtza, for that reason we say that if there are two ways, how to explain one's Neder, one's Neder is not a Neder. We do not say since anyways one is making a nether, the only question is what type of nether one is making. Then, even though we do not have a mashmos, it should be considered a yad. Since each nether is a completely different chalois.
It is not the same nether with just different ramifications, but rather it is a completely different chalais. If one is making a chalais isra on his guf as far as dibor, or if one is making a chalais isra as far as isuri hana, they are two completely different chalaisim. And for that reason, they are two completely different nedarim. And as long as there is no mashmos, which nether he is making, he is not making any nether. And for that reason, it is not even considered a yad she'enemaychiach. On the other hand, shfua, which is a din on the gavra, that the gavra is either aser or mechuyiv to do certain things, then no matter what, the shfua is a shfua. Whether the shfua is a shfua that he will not eat, or the shvua is a shvua that he will eat, no matter what, the shvua is the same exact shvua. The only shayla is what the ramifications of the shvua are. Since the shvua is no matter what a shvua, for that reason it is considered a yad even without any mashmos. And from the rosh one sees even a bigger chiddush. From the rosh one sees that by a shvua, even though there are two ways how to explain his shvua, if he means a shvua da'achilna or shvua da'achilna, it will even be considered a Yad HaMeichiach. Since he is Vade making a Shvua, the only question is what type of Shvua is he making. For that reason, we will consider the Shvua as a Yad HaMeichiach. So again, we have Machoikes between the Ran and the Rosh. The Ran seems to understand that in order to be considered a Yad HaMeichiach, one does not need any Mashmos. Since no matter what, he is making a Neder, for that reason we say that even though we do not know which nether he is making, still it is considered a yad she'enei meichiach. The Rosh agrees to the Ran by Shvua, that by Shvua we say that since no matter what he is making a Shvua, even though we do not know what type of Shvua he is making, still it is considered a yad. That the Rosh argues on the Ran is only by Nadarim, since the Rosh understands that by Nadarim, each nether is a completely different nether, a completely different chalois. And for that reason we cannot say that since no matter what he is making a nether, for that reason it is considered a yad even without a mashmos. But rather we say that in order to be considered a nether, in order to be considered a yad, one needs a mashmos, what type of nether he is making, which chalois is he making with his nether. That is one machoikes between the Ran and the Rosh. The second machoikes between the Ran and the Rosh is in a case where one is vade making a shvua. And our question is, what type of shvua is he making? Is that considered a yad hamechiach or not? The Ran understands that even where one is vade making a nether, even where one is vade making a shvua, just our question is, what type of shvua or what type of nether one is making? It is called a yad which is not mechiach. And therefore, according to Shmuel, a yad she'enei mechiach is not a nether, and a yad she'enei mechiach is not a shvua. On the other hand, the Rosh understands that as long as we know that he is vade making a shvua, then there will be no chesaron with that that the yad is a yad she'enei mechiach. In other words, the Rosh understands that the only chesaron of yad she'enei mechiach is only if we do not have a chacha that he is making a shvua. Only then. Do we say the Yad She'enei Meichiach is not a Yad? On the other hand, the Ran understands that the Chesaron of Yad She'enei Meichiach is even where we know that one is making a nether, even where we know that one is making a Shvua, still, as long as we do not know what type of nether or Shvua one is making, it is still considered a Yad She'enei Meichiach. Now let's get back to the Shakla of our Gemara. 
Again, the Ran and the Rosh both explain the Gemara Shakavataria that our Gemara's Havamina was that since Harehu could mean Hefka or Tzdaka, for that reason it is not even considered a Yad She'enoi Mechiach. The Gemara goes on to ask that one cannot explain that Harehu by itself is not even a Yad She'enoi Mechiach, since Harehu could mean Hefka or Tzdaka, since it says that it is considered a Yad Lekarbin. Ran explains the Gemara's Kash as follows, that from that that it says Yad Lekarbin, Therefore, Harehu is considered a Yad. And Harehu is considered a Yad she'ene mechiach le'karben. Since the derech of those that are menadvei karben is to say Harehu. For that reason, when one says Harehu, Harehu is mashma, that he means to say Harehu karben. And since when someone says Harehu, there is a mashmo, that he means to say Harehu karben. For that reason, it should be considered a Yad she'ene mechiach, that he means karben. The Rosh, on the other hand, explains the Gemara's kasha differently. The Rosh explains the Gemara's kasha to mean that from that that it says that Arei Hu Alai is considered a Yad Lekarben, from that we see that Arei Hu itself is considered a Yad Lekarben. Since all Alai is, is only a Chacha, but the Yad is the Arei Hu, from there we see that Arei Hu is the Yad Lekarben. And therefore we should apply the Allah of a Yad She'enei Mechiach have a Yad. The Rosh goes on to say that since Harehu is a Yad Lekarben, that means to say that when someone says Harehu, we know for sure that his Mechuvin is Harehu Karben. And his intentions are to say Harehu Karben. And therefore, according to the Mandamar, the Yad She'enei Mechiach have a Yad, why is it necessary for him to say a lie? Even without saying a lie, it should be considered a Yad Lekarben. The Ritz, on the other hand, explains our Gemara differently. Again, the Ritz explains that that, that our Gemara and Ahavamina, that Arehu means Hefker or Tzdaka, the Gemara meant to say that Arehu is Mashma Hefker or Tzdaka. And since Harehu is mashma hefker tzdaka, for that reason it is not even considered a yad she'enay mechiach for carbon. On that the Gemara says no, since there still is a tzad of carbon, even though it is more mashma hefker tzdaka, it should still be considered a yad she'enay mechiach for carbon. Which is how the Rambam and Teisvus explain our Gemara. Again, the Rambam and Teis understand that even if one said a Yad, which is Mechiach a different way, it can still be considered a Yad She'enei Mechiach. The Rambam and Teis is based on Argomar's Maskona, that even though Harehu is a Yad HaMechiach for Hefker or Tzdaka, it can still be considered a Yad She'enei Mechiach for Karbin. That is Ochoya. How one can explain our Gemara according to the Rambam and Teisvis. Another way with which one can explain our Gemara according to the Rambam and Teisvis is based on that that we said before. That 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 the Rambam and Teisvis understands that even if one said a Yad Mechiach a different way, still it can be considered a Yad She'enei Mechiach. And therefore, even though Mudani Memchaz, Yad Mechiach that he was referring to Dibur, it can still be considered a Yad She'enei Mechiach as far as Esra is concerned. But that is only where one made a Vaday Neder. Where according to both Stadim, what he did was he made a Neder. Then we say that as long as it is still a Yad She'enei Mechiach for Esra then he will still be Aser Ba'ana. But as far as Argomar is concerned, that the other Tzad of Arehu, 
is hefker or tzedakah, which is not a nether, which is not a nether shal carbon. For that reason, we will say that it is not even considered a yad carbon. That is another way with which one can explain our Gemara according to the Rambam and Teisvis. Now, let's go back to the Shita of the Rosh. Again, the Rosh explains our Gemara Shaka is that our Gemara is being Shaka if Arehu could also mean Hefker, or Arehu for sure means Karben. The Gemara Maskana ends off by saying that Arehu for sure means Karben, and there is no Tzad Hefker. The obvious cash is, if there is no Tzad Hefker, and Arehu for sure means Karben, why is Arehu only considered a Yad She'ine Mechiach? Let Arehu be considered a Yad which is Mechiach. Since there is no other way to explain that that he said Arehu, besides for saying that he meant Arehu Karben. So from the Rosh one sees the following Chiddush, that the difference between Yad, which is not Mechiach, and Yad Mechiach, is not a difference as far as our knowledge of the person's intentions who said a Yad of another. As far as our knowledge is concerned, even if the Yad is Yad Sheinu Mechiach, we still have a clear idea that he meant to make a neder. The whole chilek between a yad mechiach and a yad mechiach is as far as how much is muchach from the lashon that he said. According to the Madama, the yad which is not mechiach is considered a yad, even though there is no echacha from the lashon that he said that he means to make a neder. Still, the yad of a neder which is not mechiach is considered a neder. On the other hand, according to Madama, the yad which is not mechiach is not considered a yad. One needs that she muchach from the Russian that he said that he means to make a nether in order for it to be considered a nether. And even though we know that his intentions are to make a nether, but that still is not enough. That the Rosh understands that even though we know what his intentions are, that his intentions are to make a nether, still there is a chsarn of Yad She'enu Mechiach, is because a Mandamar who understands that a Yad She'enu Mechiach is not considered a Yad, is because he understands that in order to be considered a nether, one needs a complete bitois vasayim. One needs a complete expression of a nether. And for that reason, he understands that only by Yad HaMechiach can we possibly say that one has a complete expression of a nether. Since with what he said, we see a complete nether. That is according to Mandomer, that one needs a Yad HaMechiach in order to be considered a Yad. According to the Mandomer, we do not need a Yad HaMechiach in order to be considered a Yad. Well, one can explain that Mandomer in one of two ways. Either one can say that that Mandomer understands that even though there is no Hechacha, but still a Mashmos from one's Lashen, is enough for us to consider as if he said a complete expression of a Nether. Or one can say no. That according to the Mandamar, the Yad, which is not Meichiach, is considered a Yad, is because that Mandamar understands one does not need a complete expression of another. As long as we see that his intentions are to make another, that itself is enough. In the Rosh before Nafheim base, the Rosh brings down the following Chiddush from the Re'im. The Rosh explains that 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 the Gemara said before Nafheim base, that according to Mandamar, the Yad, which is not Meichiach, is a Yad then even if one does not say Shani Eichel Lach, even if one just says Shani Eichel, it is still considered a neder since Shani Eichel is considered a Yad which is not Meichiach. On the other hand, according to the Mandamar, the Yad Shani Meichiach is not a Yad, then one needs to say Shani Eichel Lach. The Rosh explains that that 
that Tani Oicho is considered a Yad Sheine Meichiach is referring to a case that they are Mesarvim by Lecho, that someone is trying to convince him to eat. Then we say that Tani Oicho is a Yad Sheine Meichiach, that he means Lach. He is referring to the person who is trying to convince him to eat. But that is only according to the Mandamar, the Yad Sheine Meichiach is considered a Yad, according to the Mandamar. The Yad She'ene Mechiach is not considered a Yad, even though he said Shani Yoichel. And we know that he is referring to the person who is trying to convince him to eat. Still it is considered a Yad, which is not Mechiach. From the Rosh, one clearly sees that that, that there is a Mandamar who understands a Yad She'ene Mechiach is considered a Yad, is even if there is no Mashmoas from the Roshan itself that he said that he means Lach. Still, as long as we know... His intentions from that that he said to the person who was being misarred by Lecho, that itself is enough for us to consider it as a Yad She'enei Mechiach. So from the Rosh one clearly sees that there is a fundamental Machoikes between the two Mandamrim. The Mandamar who understands a Yad She'enei Mechiach is a Yad, understands that even if there is no mashmos in the Russian that he said, still it is considered a Yad. On the other hand, the other Mandamar understands that in order to be considered a Yad, one needs a mashmos from the Russian that one said. And only if there is a mashmos in the Russian that one said, will we consider the Yad as a Yad HaMechiach. And for that reason, even though Mesarev and Baylechel, saying Shani Eichel, to the person who is trying to convince him to eat, is considered a Yad She'enei Mechiach, and we know what his intentions are, still, according to the Mandamar, that one needs a Yad Mechiach, that is not enough. Since there is no Eichachar from the Loshan itself that he said, Shani Eichel, that he is referring to Lach, the only way that we know that he is referring to Lach, is based on the whole situation that he is saying, Shani Eichel, to the person who is trying to convince him to eat. Well, the basis of this machlekes is a fundamental machlekes as far as how to understand the Chiddush of Yodais. As we mentioned before in the Shir and Daf Gimel, there are two ways how to understand the Chiddush of Yodais. Either we understand that the Chiddush of Yodais is that that we go, and we see as if he said a complete Tibur. Is that the Chiddush of Yodais? Or do we say that the Chiddush of Yodais is different? The Chiddush of Yodais is that that since... He said a yad of a nether, we go and together with his dvarim shabalev we create a nether. In other words, his nether is not only being created with the words that he said, but rather his nether is being created with the words that he said, Bitsiruf his dvarim shabalev. That is the basis of the machoikes between the mandamar that a yad shenimichiach is a yad, and the mandamar who understands that a yad shenimichiach is not a yad according to the rosh. The Mandamar who understands that a Yad Sheinimechiach is a Yad, understands that even though we cannot go and see as if he said a complete nether, since as far as his Lashon is concerned, as far as the Dvarim that he said, we do not see a complete nether, but still. Bitsirov, the Dvarim Shabalev, we have the ability to create a nether. Since he said the Yad of a nether, we can go and create a nether, Bitsirov, the Dvarim Shabalev. One does not need a complete Tibur. On the other hand, the other Mandamar who says that a Yad Sheini Mechiach is not considered a Yad is because he understands that the Chiddush of Yodes Nedarim is that that we see a complete Dibur of Neder in a Yad of a Neder. But that is only if the Yad of a Neder is Muchach from the Yad itself that he means to make a Neder. 
Only then can we say that we see a complete Dibur of Neder in his Yad of the Neder. But if he said a Yad She'enim Echiach, even though we know that he means to make a Neder, but still, where is the Dibur that one needs in order to create the Chalais Neder? Now, one can go a step further. That to explain this Shaila, as far as the Chiddush of Yadis Nedarim, is the Chiddush of Yadis Nedarim, that we say that one can create a Neder with his Yad, Betzir of his Dvarim Shebelev. Or we say that the Chiddush of Yadis Nedarim was that we see a complete Dibor of a Neder in the Yad of a Neder that he said, L'chayra, this Shaila is dependent upon how to understand what would have been the Chesarim if not for the parish of Yadis Nedarim. Not for the Chiddush Atay of Yadis Nedarim, why would I have said that a Yad of a Neder should not work? Is the Pshat, because there is a Chesarim of Dvarim Shebelev Enam Dvarim, as the Gemara says in Kindushan Dafnon, and one needs a Yad of a Neder, the Chiddush of Yadis Nedarim, in order that there should not be a problem of Dvarim Shebelev Enam Dvarim, what do we say no? That really there is no Chesarim of Dvarim Shebelev, as the Rashba explains in Kindushan Dafnon. That that one needs a Yad of a Neder, that that there is a Chiddush of Yadis Nedarim, and if not for the parasha of Yodes Nadarim, a Yad of another will not work, is only because there is Exeris HaKosav of Bito Yisvosayim. That in the parasha of Bito Yisvosayim was Neschadish, that for Nadarim one needs a Dibur. And as far as that parasha of Bito Yisvosayim, it was Neschadish, that a Yad of another is enough of a Bito to be considered a Bito Yisvosayim that one needs for the parasha of Nadarim. If there is a problem with Varim Shabalev, then the only way to take care of that problem with Varim Shabalev is only by having a complete Dibur. And for that reason, there is a Manda Omar who understands that one needs a Yad Mechiach, since only with a Yad Mechiach will we have a complete Dibur to take care of the problem with Varim Shabalev. On the other hand, the other Manda Omar understands that the only reason why one needs a Yad of another is only in order to be considered a Bites Fasayim. Therefore, even if one did not express a complete nether, it can still be considered a Bites Fasayim. That is a Chira, one way with which one can explain the Machoikes Mandamrim if one needs Yad according to the Shita of the Rosh. Now let's go on to the next figure. The Gemara and base asks the following Shailabaira Papa, Yesh Yad Kidushan Ailai. Which Rishanim explained to mean that the Gemara Shaila is even by Yad Hamechiach. Does Yad Hamechiach work for Kidushan or not? The Gemara goes on to explain that the Shaila of Yesh Yad Kidushan is referring to a case that he told one Isha Reat Mikudashesli. And then he told another Isha Va'at. Do we say that Va'at means Va'at Nami? You should also be Mekudashas, just like the first Isha. Or do we say the Va'at means Va'at Chazoi? And therefore, Kedushin will not be Tefis in the second Isha. The obvious Kasha is, is that if a Papa's Shailov Yeishah the Kedushin or not is even by Yad HaMechiach, why do the Mara find it necessary to explain that Va'at can mean Va'at Chazoi? Even if Va'at cannot mean Va'at Chazoi, even if Va'at means Va'at Nami, V'chayrat is still only a Yad HaMechiach. And therefore you have a Papa Shaila if Yad HaMechiach is considered a Yad or not. So to answer this kasha we find a tremendous Machlekes HaRishaynim. From the Ran one sees that the Ran explains our Gemara as follows. That the Chiddush of Yad HaMechiach, that a Yad HaMechiach is considered a Yad, 
in the parish of Yodis Nadarim was Nishadesh that even though there is another Tzad. Still, since it is Muchach like one Tzad, we say that Yad HaMechiach is considered a Yad. Had there not been any other Tzad, then we would not need the Chiddush of Yodis Nadarim. And for that reason, so too by Kiddushin, had there not been another Tzad, that At means Ad Chazoi, then it will be Parshat, the Yesh Yadu Kiddushin. The Rosh, on the other hand, argues, and the Rosh understands that even without any other tzad, we still need the Chiddush of Yodes Nadarim. And therefore, the Shaila of Rapapa will be a Shaila even had there not been any other tzad. That, that our Gomorrah found it necessary to explain, that Va'at could mean Va'at Chazoi, is only because he told the first Isha Re'at Mekudash Esli. Since he told the first Isha Re'at Mekudash Esli, had there not been a tzad, that va'at means va'at chazoi, va'at itself will be a Russian kiddushin gemurin. And therefore one would not need the parasha of yodais in order for the kiddushin to be chau. So again we have a tremendous machlikes harishenim between the Ran and Teisvis. If someone has a yad, that there is no way to explain the yad in any other way, do we still need the chiddush of the parasha of yodais or not? The Ran understands that in such a case one does not need the Chiddush of the Parsha Yodes, even without the Chiddush of the Parsha Yodes, Still, it will be Chau. Tesis on the other end argues, and Tesis understands that without the Chiddush of the Parsha Yodes, even though there is no other way to explain that that he said, still it will not be Chau. That that Tesis understands that without the Chiddush of the Parsha Yodes. Even though there is no other way to explain that that he said still one needs a Chiddush of the Parsha of Yodes, is a Chiriya because Tesis understands that without the Chiddush of the Parsha of Yodes, one would need a complete Dibor of Neder. And even though we know from what he said that his intentions are to make a Neder, it would still not be enough. For that reason one needs the Chiddush of the Parsha of Yodes. That a Yad of a Neder is considered as if he made a Neder. On the other hand, the Ran understands that as long as we see from what he said what his intentions are, that itself is enough for the parish of Nadarim, even without the Chiddush of the parish of Yadis. That that one needs, the Chiddush of the parish of Yadis, is only because it is not Muchach Lagamri. And since it is not Muchach Lagamri, for that reason we need the Chiddush of the parish of Yadis, that still it works. And still it is Chal the Neder. The Ran goes on to say, that that, that a pup has a shayla of yeishad or kiddushin or not, is a shayla of he were now kiddushin b'memot, you know, from nedarim or not. By nedarim, it was nishadesh, the parish of yodes nedarim k'nedarim. The Gemara shayla is if we can learn out from nedarim to kiddushin b'memot, you know. The Ran explains that the reason why we would not be able to learn out kiddushin from nedarim b'memot, you know, is because nedarim shayni d'chamiri. Since by Nadarim, one does not need any Maisa besides for just a Dibur, for that reason we would have said that Nadarim has a Chumrah, that Yodes Nadarim Kedarim. On the other end, by Kedushin, that one needs a Maisa Kedushin, for that reason we would say that a Yad by Kedushin is not enough. Well, one can explain the Ran. Based on that, how we find by Rabbi Ochbera in Kedushin Siman Aleph, a space. Rabbi Ochbera brings down the following Chiddush of Rabchaim. 
The Rambam in Parakdalim Hilchasishas Hachabes says that if someone was Makadesh and Isha with a Lashon of Aat, with a Yad of Kiddushin, that Loche is she Safik Mikudeshes. She is Mikudeshes Mi Safik. The Loche Mishnah asks from our Gemara. Our Gemara asks on her Papa. How can we say there are Papa as a Shaila if Yeishad with Kiddushin or not? From that, there are Papa told Abaye, Misavar Shmuel Yadayim Sheinon Meichichas Havin Yadayim. Well, from there we see there are Papa understands that Yeishad with Kiddushin. The Gemara answers, Chada Migoy Chada. Which Rashi explains to mean that a papa means to tell Abaye as follows that Afiluim Timtzuleimer Diyeshiadu Kiddushin. But still, what happened to Yadayim Eichichais? Even if Yeshiadu Kiddushin, Lachayo one needs Yadayim Eichichais. From that, there a papa has an Im Timtzuleimer that Im Timtzuleimer Yeshiadu Kiddushin. Still, does one need Yadayim Eichichais or not? Ochoya the Rambam Shapaskin the Yeshad with Kedushin just like the Rambam Paskins Im Timtzaleimar is all over Shas. Wherever the Gemara says Im Timtzaleimar, the Rambam says the Halacha is like that Im Timtzaleimar. If so, over here, that there's an Im Timtzaleimar the Yeshad with Kedushin, the Rambam Shapaskin Yeshad with Kedushin. That is the Kasha that the Wacham Mishnah asks on the Rambam. If Chaim answers the Kasha as follows, that there are two possible Shilas. If Yeshad the Kiddushin or not, first of all, there is a Shaila as far as the Lashon of Kiddushin that one needs. If Yeshad the Kiddushin is it considered that he said a Lashon of Kiddushin or not, that is one possible Shaila if Yeshad the Kiddushin or not. And then there is another Shaila as far as his Kavona is concerned. Did he have Kavona for Kiddushin or not? And therefore, Abchayim goes on to say, that even though there is an imtim tzuleimer in our Gemara, the yeishad kiddushin, that is only as far as the Lashen kiddushin is concerned, that we consider it as if he said a Lashen shal kiddushin. But as far as the other shayla, if he had kavona for kiddushin or not, if his intentions were to makadesh the isha or not, that remains a suffix. And therefore, if we cannot be mavarer if they had kavona for kiddushin or not, the isha will remain a suffix mikudeshes. But that, that the Yisha is a Savik Mikudashes, is not because we do not know if the Lashen that was used was a Lashen, Kiddushin or not. As far as the Lashen is concerned, then we say that the Lashen was a Vade Lashen Kiddushin, since our Gemara has an Imtim Tzuleimah the Yeishadu Kiddushin. But rather that, that the Yisha is a Savik Mikudashes, is because we are not sure what the intentions of the Baal are. Are the Baal's intentions to Mikadash the Yisha or not? Based on the Chiddush of Reb Chaim, one can explain the Ran as follows. That the Gemara said not torn out Kiddushin from the Dorim, since Kiddushin needs a Maisa, is because we say that by the Dorim, that are only dependent upon Dibur, then we say that as long as he said a Lashon of an Eder, since there is a parish of Yodes, Nedorim, Kinedorim, for that reason the Neder is considered an Eder. And even if we are not sure what his intentions are, still... Since he said a dibor of a nether, a dibor of a nether creates a nether. On the other hand, Kiddushin, which is dependent upon a Maisa Kiddushin. And one needs the dibor to express his das, if his das is for a Kiddushin or not. For that reason, we can now learn out that a yad by Kiddushin works just like others work by Nadarim. Since even though a yad of a nether is a nether, that is only because one has a lotion of a nether. 
And since one has a lotion of a nether, that is enough to create a chalais nether. And for that reason, our Gemara has a suffix if by Kiddushin we say, Yeishad the Kiddushin or not. That is a chayra, one can explain that, that the Ran says that our Gemara is a tzad, that we cannot wear out Kiddushin from the Dharim. But this is only according to the Ran Washitasei, who understands that our Gemara Shaila is based on that, that even Va'at, which is a Yad Meichiach, is not Meichiach Lagamri. And there is another way to explain Va'at. That Va'at means Va'at Chazoi. For that reason, we are not clear what the intentions of the Baal are. But if one is to understand like Teisvis, there are Papa Shaila's even by Yad, which is Muchach Lagamri. And still a pup has a shaila of Yeishad the Kedushan or not. From Tesvis one sees that the shaila of our Gomorrah is not a shaila as far as the intentions of the Baal are concerned. As far as the intentions of the Baal, even if we know that the Baal's intentions are for Kedushan, still the Gomorrah has a shaila. Tesvis explains the Gomorrah shaila differently from the Ran. Tesvis explains that the Gomorrah shaila of Yeishad the Kedushan or not is not because the Gomorrah is a tzad, that we were now at Kiddushin from the Dharm with a Memotzinu. But rather, Tesis explains that our purpose, Sarviyesha, the Kiddushin, is because Kiddushin is similar to Hektish. Since by Kiddushin, he is Asar Loa Kuleyamak Hektish. He is making the Isha Asar Kuleyamak just like Hektish. For that reason, the Gemara has it said that just like by Hektish, there is Allah of Yeshad the Hektish, so too by Kiddushin, there should be Allah of Yeshad the Kiddushin. And similarly, we find in the Rosh. Just the Rosh explains that instead of learning out Kiddushin from Hektish directly, we would learn out Kiddushin from Nedarim. Just like Nedarim, the way Nedarim work is through Atfasa, that someone is Matfis, a specific object, and another object which is considered a Dover another, so too by Kiddushin, he is Asala just like Hektish. He's being matfis in this Ishan Isser like Hektish. That the Isha should be considered like Hektish. And therefore a pup has a tzad that we should run out Kiddushin from Nidarim. Now as far as the Ikrashal of a pup of Yeshad of Kiddushin or not, we find that Achreinim asked the Fawan Kasha, why is it necessary to have the parasha of Yodes in order for the Kiddushin to be Chal, even without the Chiddush of the parasha of Yodes Kiddushin should be Chal? Since there is an umdina de muchach that he wants to be mekadesher. This kasha of the achreinim is based on hanacha that every yad which is muchach is considered an umdina de muchach. And just like umdina de muchach works, because it is considered dvorim shabaliba yabalev kaladam, and for that reason there is no chesarin of dvorim shabalevenim dvorim, so too a yad which is muchach is considered dvorim shabaliba yabalev kaladam. But as is mashma and the Rashba and Kedushan Dafnun, the Rashba is mashma that even a Yad which is Muchach is not considered Dvarim Shabaliba Yabalev Koladam. And therefore there would still be a Chesarin of Dvarim Shabalev Einam Dvarim if not for the Chiddush of the Parish of Yadis. But again, that is only if one explains our Gemara according to the Shita of the Ran, who understands that had the Yad been Muchach Lagamri, one would not need the Chiddush of the Parsha of Yodis. And then Rapapa would not have a Shaila if Yeshad the Kedushin or not. Rapapa Shaila of Yeshad the Kedushin or not is only by Va'at, which one can explain Va'at to mean Va'at Chazoi. If one is to understand like the Shita of Teisvis, 
There are proper shaylas even by a yad which is muhach legamri. And still a pop has a shayla of yeshad the kiddushin or not. According to Tesis, one can ask the achreinim's kasha. Who needs the chiddush of yadis for kiddushin? Ochayon umdino de muhach should be enough. Since there is no chesarin of dvorim shabalei veinim dvorim, since it is considered dvorim shabalei bayobalei kaladam with a yad that he said, since the yad that he said is muhach legamri. In the Teres Gittin, in Semekof Mamalef Sif Samachvav, we find that the Teres Gittin says the following Chiddush to answer this kasha. The Teres Gittin says from our Suge, it is Muchach, that an Umdana de Muchach does not help for Kedushin. For Kedushin, one needs Dibur. One needs an actual Lashen Shal Kedushin in order for the Kedushin to be Chal. And for that reason, our Gemara has a Shailaf Yeshad for Kedushin or not. Because only if Yeshad the Kedushin, Will the Yad be considered like Dibur, which one needs in order for the Kedushan to be Chal? Well, according to the Teres Gittin, one has to understand that that we find in the Gemara Kedushan of Vav Aleph, that Asukim Ba'isa Inyan works for Kedushan. And even if he does not say Hareat Mekudashesli at the time of Nesina Sakasef, at the time of the Maisa Kedushan, still the Kedushan is Chal, since they are Asukim Ba'isa Inyan. Well, where is the Dibur of Kedushan? And even though one has an umdin of the muhach that he wants to be Mekadesh Yisha, but according to the Teres Gitten, an umdin of the muhach is not enough. One needs an actual Dibor of Kedushin in order for the Kedushin to be Chal. So according to the Teres Gitten, one has to say that 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 Asukim Ba'isai Inyan works is only if he said a Roshan Kedushin before that Asukim Ba'isai Inyan, which is the Mashmos of Rashi and Kedushin and Aleph. And only if he originally said Alosh and Kedusha Mamesh, and then they were Asukim Baisayinian, only then do we say that even though at the time of the actual Maisei Kedushin there was no Dibur of Kedushin, but she is still Mekudashas because of the Alosh and Kedushin that he said before the Asukim Baisayinian. And since they continue being Asukim Baisayinian, Therefore, we see a continuation of that Lashen Kedushin. We see as if the Lashen Kedushin that he said originally was said at the time of the Maisa Kedushin. That is how the Teres Kitten explains the Shailah of Rapapa, even though the Teres Kitten understands that every Yad which is Muchach is considered an Umdun of the Muchach, and therefore is considered Dvarim Shabaliba Yabalev Kodam, which does not have a Chesarin of Dvarim Shabalev. For that reason, the Teres Gittin goes on to say that the Shailah of Rapapa is only as far as Kedushin is concerned. As far as all other Kenyanim, there will not be a Shailah of Yeshad with Kenyan or not. Since by Kenyan, one does not need a Lashon of Kenyan, all one needs is that, that it should not be considered Dvarim Shabalev. For that reason, a Yad with Kenyan would help, since a Yad itself is considered Dvarim Shabalev Kodam, which does not have the Chsarin of Dvarim Shabalev. In the Me'iri, on the other end, we find that the Me'iri says the opposite. The Me'iri says, the Shailah of our Gemara, the Shailah of our Papa is only as far as Kedushin is concerned. As far as all other Kenyanim are concerned, then it is Pashat to our Papa that ain't Yad Kenyan. And a Yad would not help. Well, one can explain the Me'iri in one of two ways. That the Me'iri understands. That for Kenyan, a Yad Kenyan will not help is either because the Miri is chilek on the Teres Gittin's Hanacha, and understands that a Yad which is Muchach is not considered Dvarim Shabuiva Yobalev Kaladam, and therefore a Yad which is Muchach will still have the Chsarin of Dvarim Shabuiva Enam Dvarim. 
That in our Gemara is a tzad. That Yeishad of Kiddushin is only because we were an out Kiddushin from Nidorim. On the other end, Kinyonim, which are not weren't out from Nidorim. For that reason, the Allah is Ein Yad Kinyonim, and therefore one has a Chesarin of Dvarim, Shabalev Einam Dvarim. That is one way how one can explain the Me'iri. Another way with which one can explain the Me'iri is based on that that we find in the Me'iri and Kiddushin of Hamer base. That from the Me'iri is Mashma. That even by Kinyanim there is a Din Amira, there is a Din Dibur. And therefore, since there is a Din Dibur, for that reason we will need the Chiddush of the Parsha of Yadis, even as far as Kinyanim is concerned. And since we cannot learn out Kinyanim from the Dorim, for that reason the Mi'iri says that as far as Kinyanim are concerned, it is Pashat, that a Yad does not help by Kinyanim. So again, getting back to Tereskitin, Tereskitin answers. The Kashan explains Rav Papa Shaila by saying that by Kedushin there is a Din Dibor. And since there is a Din Dibor, for that reason Rav Papa has a Shaila of Yeishad of Kedushin or not. This Chiddush of the Teres Kitten, that there is a Din Dibor of Kedushin, so too is Mefurish and the Ritva and Kedushin of Memala from a base. And so too is Mefurish and the Afwa that Avnamiluim brings down in Simen of Zayins of Katan Tess. But on the other hand... The Avne Miluim seemingly is chilek on this Chiddush. And the Avne Miluim proves from that that Asukim Ba'oisai Inyan works for Kiddushin, that one does not need Dibor for Kiddushin. Even without Dibor, Kiddushin will be chal, as long as there is no Chesarin of Dvarim, Shabalev, Einam Dvarim. So again, according to Avne Miluim's Havana, one has to understand what is the Pshat and Papa Shailaf Yeisha, the Kiddushin or not. Who needs the Chiddush of Yodes in order for the Kiddushin to be chal? So to answer this kasha, if one is to understand that Kedushin does not need Dibur, we find that Rabbi Ochber brings down the following pshats from Rabbi Chaim. That Rabbi Chaim answered this kasha by saying that from here one sees that from a Russian shall Kedushin we do not make an umdana. Rabbi Ochber goes and explains Rabbi Chaim as follows. That by Kedushin that that one needs the das of the Baal is not the same halacha of that that one needs one's das by all other kinyanim. By all other kinyanim, the reason why one needs das is in order for the chalais kinyan to be chal. In order for the chalais kinyan to be chal, the kinyan has to be na'asa midas ha'moicher v'halaykeach. On the other hand, by Kiddushin, that that one needs the das of the Baal is in order for the Maisa Kiddushin to be considered a Maisa Kiddushin. As long as there is no das, there is no Maisa Kiddushin whatsoever. And so too, where Baruch Bar says, is Muchach Nateris Gitten and Simon Kof Mamalaf and Inub Kiveger. And for that reason, Baruch Bar goes on to say that in Argamora, even though the Yad is a Yad Hamechiach, which again is considered as if one has Dvorim Shabuiba Yabalev Kaladam, that we know that his Das is Himakadesh this Isha. But since his intention was Himakadesh the Isha with the Deber that he said, and now with the Umdana, not with what we see from his Dibur, but his Das was in Mekadesh, the Isha with the Dibur itself. For that reason, one needs the Chiddush of the Parsha of Yodis. If not for the Chiddush of the Parsha of Yodis, even though we have an Umdana, and we know what his Das is, but still, his intentions were to Mekadesh, the Isha with the Dibur that he said, and now with the Umdana that we see from his Dibur. And since Das is a Chiluk of the Maisek Kiddushin, he was trying to makadish the Isha with a different type of a Maisa Kiddushin. With a Maisa Kiddushin with Dibur, and now with a Maisa Kiddushin with an Umdana. 
And for that reason, one needs the Chiddush of the parish of Yadis in order for us to say that his Deber was a Deber of Kiddushin. And therefore, he did the Maisa Kiddushin that he was intending to do. That is how Rabbi answers the Kasha and explains the Chiddush of Rabbi Chaim. one can explain Rabbi Chaim differently based on that that we find by Rabbi Shimon and Simon Vav. Rabbi Shimon argues on the Nacha of the Teoskitin and understands that there is no Halacha of Amira by Kiddushin. Rabbi Shimon explains that there are pup as a Shailaf Yeisha the Kiddushin or not is because that that we say that Umdino de Muchach works by Kiddushin is only if there is an Umdino de Muchach from the Maisa Kiddushin itself. If there is no Umdino de Muchach from the Maisa Kiddushin itself and the whole Umdino de Muchach is only Muchach from what he said, that will still have a chesaron of Dvorim, Shabalev, Einam Dvorim. Only if there's an Umnino de Muchach in the Maisa itself, do we say that this Maisa is a Maisa Kiddushin, since we see the Maisa as a Maisa Kiddushin. But if the whole Umnino de Muchach is from what he said, such an Umnino de Muchach would still have a chesaron of Dvorim, Shabalev, Einam Dvorim. And therefore one will need the parasha of Yodes in order that there should not be a chesaron of Dvarim Shebelei Veinam Dvarim. That is how Rabbi Shimon explains the Shail of Rabbi Papa, and Rukhira, so too one can explain the Kavana of Rabbi Chaim. So again, we have four basic Mahalchim as far as how to answer the Chaynim's Kasha, that who needs the Chiddush of Yodes as far as Kedushin is concerned. One Mahalach is to argue on the Hohanach of the Kasha, and to say that by Yad, even by Yad, which is Mechiach, is not considered an Umdana Demuchach, is not considered Dvarim Shabuli by Yubalev Kol Adam. Since there is another Tzad, there is another way how to explain the Yad, which as we said before is the Mashmos of the Rashba and Kiddush and Dafnon, and so to Ucheres Mashma and the Meiri. The second Mahalach is the Mahalach of the Tereskitin, who is Mechadesh, that one needs an actual Dibor for the Kiddushan to be Chal. And an umna de muchach does not help for Kedushin. And for that reason, a pop has a shailaf yeisha de Kedushin or not. Because only if there's a parasha of yodes by Kedushin, will it be considered as if one has a dibor for Kedushin. Rebbe Achber and Rebbe Shimon on the other end argue. And so to Lechayr is a sheet of the Miluim. And they understand that there is no halacha of dibor by Kedushin. An umna de muchach helps for Kedushin. The Baruch Ber answers the Kasha by saying that even though an Umdana de Muchach helps for Kedushin, but since the Das Habal was him a Kaddisher with a Dibur and now with an Umdana, for that reason one needs the Chiddush of Yodes to be considered as if one has a Dibur. Reb Shimon on the other hand answers the Kasha by saying that an Umdana de Muchach only helps if there is an Umdana de Muchach from the Maisa itself. An Umdana de Muchach from Dibur does not help. And therefore, one will still have the chesaron of dvarim shabalev enam dvarim. The Rishonim ask the Fallen Kash on our Gemara. What is the pshat? The Papa has a shailaf yeishad the kedushin or not? Well, on the Gemara before one clearly sees that, as far as gitten are concerned, it is pashat the yeishad the gitten. The whole machlekes between a bihudin or a bonon is as far as a yad she'ene mechiach. If a yad she'ene mechiach works or not. But Iyad, which is Mechiach Akui Alma, works for Gitzin. So what is the Pshat that as far as Kedushin or Papa has a Shaila? Tesis answers the Kasha by saying as follows, that as far as Gitzin is concerned, one does not need the Chiddush of Yodais. Even without the Chiddush of Yodais, the Geirishin will be a Geirishin. 
that that the Gemara refers to Machoikes of Yehudin Rabbanon before as Yadis is only a Lash and Moshal. But really, one does not need the Chiddush of Yadis in order for the Gerishin to be a Gerishin. What and Teisvis is that Teisvis understands that only as far as Kiddushin do we need the Chiddush of Yadis, since by Kiddushin one needs a Dibor of Kiddushin. And therefore, one needs the Chiddush of Yadis in order to be considered a Dibor for Kiddushin. On the other hand, by Gitin, Teisvis understands that by Gitin there is no Alacha of Dibor. There is no halacha that one needs a Lashen Shal Gerishin to say a Lashen Shal Gerishin in order for the Gerishin to be chal. As long as one has an Umdana Demuchach, that that is the Das Habao, that itself is enough for the Gerishin to be chal. And so too is Mavur in the Sefer Atze Arozim and Evan Ezer Simen Chavzayans of Katan Vav. That even though, as far as Asukim Baisayinian is concerned, there is a Machwekes between a Behuda and Rabbanon if Asukim Baisayinian works for Kedushin or not, but as far as Gerishin are concerned, that Tzayarazim is Medayik and the Rambam and Hochas Gerishin, that Asukim Baisei Inyan will help a Kulei Alma. Well, here the Pshat is, that the reason why Behuda holds Asukim Baisei Inyan does not help, is because the Behuda understands that since one needs a Lashen Shal Kiddushin, a Dibor of Kiddushin, for that reason Asukim Baisei Inyan is not considered a Dibor. Even though from Asukim Baisei Inyan, we know what his Machshav is and we know what his Das is, but still, for Kedushin, one needs more than Das, one needs an actual Dibur. On the other end, as far as Gerishin, that all one needs is that, that there should not be a Chesarin of Dvarim Shebelev, for that reason, Asukim by Yisayinian, even according to Behuda, will work by Gerishin. That, that our Gemara before, says that just like there is Machlekes of Behuda and Rabbanon as far as Gerishin is concerned, if one needs a Yad, which is Mechiach or not, and the Gemara says that so too they argue as far as Nadarim. If a Yad which is not Mechiach works for Nadarim or not, the Gemara is comparing the Shaila if a Mashmos is enough to be considered Muchach or one needs more than a Mashmos. Just like we explained in our Shir before and Afhei. You have been listening to the Shirim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.